Hello there. Let's continue with chapter 10 subchapters. Who was that other Gopinath? I was staying on the other side of the Ganges, six miles from the city of Kanpur. I lived in a garden by a bank of the river. During those days, I didn't care for anything of the world. I never went to the city. But many people wanted to see me. They would come with fruit and sit before me. In order to avoid that, I used to keep some malas. And when anyone came, I would say, first sit down and repeat this mantra 2000 times and then we will talk. Most of my visitors would leave the malas and quietly depart. There was a man called Gopinath who was a treasurer of the Reserve Bank of India at Kanpur. He came with four people one afternoon. They sat down and started chanting. They became so engrossed in chanting that the time slipped by unnoticed. At nine o'clock in the evening, he suddenly, suddenly opened his eyes and said, Something very terrible has happened. Everyone asked, What is it? He said, My niece was to get married at seven o'clock tonight. All the ornaments for the marriage ceremony are locked in my safe and I have the only key with me here. Swamiji, what have you done to me? I replied, I haven't done anything. The atmosphere here does that to you. It happens to everyone who comes here. You relax and for forget the world's problems. You experience and enjoy divinity. Why are you so worried? But the ornaments and jewellery which I have to give them are in my safe. I said, Look, did you really forget yourself in chanting today? He said, That is why I am still here. Then, don't worry. God will take care of the situation. If something bad can happen because of chanting the Lord's name, let it happen. Something worse would happen without it. They got into their horse cart and quickly returned to the city. When he arrived, he anxiously asked what had happened. The people there were confused by his concern. They said, What's the matter with you? The ceremony is over. Everything is fine. He said, I was on the other side of the Ganges and had my keys with me. What about the ornaments? They said, you gave the ornaments. Have you lost your memory? His wife came and said, You presented the ornaments ten minutes before the ceremony. Now the marriage party is over and everyone is taking his food. But the four people who were with him confirmed that he was with me chanting. They said, Either you are fools or we are fools. They were quite disturbed because they could not reconcile the reports with their own memories. Gopinath completely lost his mental equilibrium. He said, I am Gopinath, but who was that Gopinath who came here? When he went to the office the next day, he couldn't talk to anyone. Except to ask one question, he would say, I am only one Gopinath. Can you tell me who that was?
for three years he was obsessed. He had to resign from his job because of it. His wife came to see me, but I could not help. I asked, does he speak with you? She said, yes, but all the time he asks, tell me, honey, who was that the other Gopinath? Did he look exactly like me? After this incident, many people came running to me saying, you are a sage of great miracles. I said, you are praising me for nothing. Neither I nor they knew what had happened. And really, I did not know how it happened. Later, I asked my master, what was it? My master said that he was fully aware of this fact that it was possible that one of the sages from our tradition helped Gopinath because he was fully observed in chanting God's name. Throughout my life, it has been my personal experience that sages are kind and generous in guiding and protecting the devotees of God. As far as my experiences go, a sage can live in the Himalayas, yet can travel and project himself in any part of the world. An Experience with a Psychic On our way to Rishikesh, in 1973, we stayed in one of the ho hotels at New Delhi. There, I met Dr. Rudolf Ballantyne, a psychiatrist and former professor of a medical school in the United States. He had recently come from touring the countries of the Middle East through Pakistan. Dr. Ballantyne started telling me about an experience he had had at Conogat Place which is a famous shopping centre in New Delhi. A stranger had called him by name and then abruptly told him the name of his girlfriend in England. The doctor asked, How did you know these things? He said, You were born on such and such date and your grandfather's name is such and such. Then the man told him something very personal which no one except Dr. Ballantyne knew. The doctor thought, this is the person for whom I have come to India. The man said, sir, give me five dollars. And the doctor obliged. The man was looking here and there because he was afraid the police might see him. If the police had known what he was about, they would have arrested him. He said, stay here. I will come right back. The doctor waited there for half an hour, but the man did not return. Dr. Ballantyne told me, Swamiji, he was a great man. I asked, what did he do? He answered, he told me all those personal things about myself, although I was complete stranger. I replied, didn't you already know those things? Yes. Then what thing did he do? If somebody knows what you are thinking, then you obviously already know it too. This knowledge doesn't improve you in any way. This ability may amaze you for some time, but it cannot help anyone in self-growth. Fakes like the one Dr. Ballantyne encountered are often found disguised as sadhus at Conagat place. 
telling about someone's past and predicting the future. They learn such tricks just to make their living. Naive tourists mistake them for great sages. Such tourists never reach the places where the real sages are. These pretenders give a bad name to spirituality and to spiritual people. Dr. Ballantyne then started travelling with us. When we left India, he stayed at Rishikesh and in other parts of India for several months visiting the schools of Indian medicine. He returned to the United States to join us and he is now conducting and directing the institute's combined therapy program. So here ends chapter 10. Thanks for listening.